0: Tune in to A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app, gzmshows.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Two people claim to know everything about something, but only one knows anything.
2: (laughs) We're renaming the show...
3: Wait, why? Disney. Ah... They better give us free Epcot. The Big Fib! That's now our name. The Big Fib! Show's still the same. The Big Fib! Let's play the game. The Big Fib! We're still on fire. Bustin' liars. The From Flippin' Arkansas, it's The Big Fib! Wait, what? The Big Fib? Am I on the wrong podcast? No, no,
2: it's the new name of the podcast, Lisa. Disney made a TV version of our game show. So exciting. And now we are all the big fib. Oh, that's
3: super exciting.
2: We're going to be on TV. Oh, not exactly. Not so much. We are on our podcast, but there'll be new hosts for the TV version.
3: Oh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Their funeral. (laughs) Just tell me, they got different people playing us. I'm guessing uh, I'm being played by Zac Efron.
2: Ooh, uh... No, no one's going to play you exactly. It's just a version of that. Wait a minute, Zac Efron? Do you really think you would be played by Zac Efron?
3: Uh, yeah. We both have the same sharp jawline and dreamy eyes. I mean, I guess unless you think Zach is a little too babyface to convince the audience of my intelligent, brooding demeanor. Lisa, you'll
2: just have to watch the show for yourself, but... Zac Efron?
3: You're right, Deborah. There's no way people would believe him as me. I'll have to do the casting myself. When are the auditions?
2: Ooh, well, see, the show is already shot, Lisa. It's it's out in the world, and you can find it, the big fib, on Disney+. Anyway, I know the name change can be a little confusing, but I promise, that's all that we're changing. Our podcast, where kids choose between the controlled and precise execution of truth and the sloppy, imbalanced tumble of lies, is still the same. I'm still very much your host, Deborah Goldstein, and beside me in the studio, as always, is our sound effects robot, Lisa, whose name still stands for Live in Studio Audience.
3: Cool, I get to keep my name. I really like my name. We should change your name, though.
2: I like my name.
3: Sure, you're just used to it, I bet. What about Veronica Skylight? You could be like a mystery spy and then people would respect you.
2: Well, I kind—I feel like people respect me already. It's a cool name, truly, but really just Deborah Goldstein.
3: Fine, I'm going to get rid of this Corvette that I got the Veronica Skylight license plate for. <laughs> you're lost.
2: Thanks for the suggestion, Lisa. I will f- Think about it. For now, can you please tell us how our game works?
3: Ah, uh, sure. Here's how the big fit works. Uh, new show, new rules. Every week we have one kid who is raised in a farm <laughs> and they ride in on their cow. <laughs> and they say "hi everybody." Well,
2: that sounds like an interesting show, but in fact, that is not our show and it's still the same show.
3: Fine. Every week we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert, the other is a liar. And it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who because no one can spot a liar better than a child. Liar, hands up. Big All right, what are we lying (laughs) about today, Deborah? We
2: are lying about gymnastics, the sport where athletes use strength and agility to perform acrobatic feats. Lisa, have you ever tried to do gymnastics?
3: After much consideration and calculation, I have determined that it would not be in a robot's best interest to perform maneuvers that may result in a broken gear. That's fair. Just to be clear... I'm certain that I can do just about any move on any piece of equipment. It's just that the risk, as small as it might be, is not worth taking, given all of my valuable robotic components. Noted. But I do like watching gymnasts fall. That's
2: terrible, Lisa.
3: I don't want them to get hurt, Deborah. I just like to remind myself that even though I can do all of the moves, it's best not to.
2: Okay, so you should stick to what you can do, like telling us about our contestant today.
3: Okay, fair enough. Good point. I got it. I got it. You don't got to shove it down my throat. I hear you. Go ahead, then. Okay. Oh, yeah. Our human child contestant is a 10-year-old who loves reading and doing one-handed round-offs, which I could do, (laughs) Declan Michaels.
1: Hi, Declan. Hi. How are you? Good. And Lisa, you cannot do that. I could, no? No I could do no hand. I could do
3: zero hand roundoffs. Uh, I hope you know. That's
1: an aerial. <laughs> oh, my I goodness. I could do
3: a double aerial.
1: Wow. You can't. That's literally impossible.
3: Yeah, well, d- take it up with the committee.
2: It sounds like you know a lot about gymnastics. It's, I do. I do. Not you, Not you, Lisa.
3: Oh, Not yeah. You, Lisa. Oh, you do it.
1: know a lot. You do gymnastics? Yeah, I I quit because I had to do the Tuscan show at my school.
2: Oh.
1: But I. But I'm still on the waiting list again.
2: So you're going to keep going. Yeah. I love that. That's cool. Well, we want to learn some more things about you, Declan. So we're going to play two truths and a lie. You're going to tell us three (laughs) facts. Two of those facts are going to be true. One will be a lie. And we're going to try to figure out which one is the lie. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. I like it.
1: Tell us your three facts. I had an extra toe. What? <laughs> what? I have a lot of homework, Oh my god! and I never learned how to ride a bike. Okay, that Whoa. toe fact is
2: either true or a brilliant lie. What do you think, Lisa?
3: Did he say, uh, Declan, to clarify, you had one or you have one?
1: Had. And I, that- I got taken off when I was a baby. Don't worry.
3: Okay, so he had an extra toe. That was removed by a baby. No. No,
1: no. I was a baby when it got removed.
3: Okay. Never learned to ride a bike. Or mm-hmm. uh, well, what was the other one?
1: That he has lots of
2: homework. Oh, lots of homework.
3: Well, yeah, all kids have lots of homework. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I know for a fact that uh, most kids have an extra toe and they're what? removed uh, when they're babies. I learned that in my What's Up With Humans class. <laughs> uh, but uh, I still think that... Uh, that's a lie. I think he doesn't have an extra toe.
1: Okay, Declan,
2: which of those is actually the lie?
1: I have a lot of homework. You had an extra toe? Yep, and I never learned how to ride bike either.
2: That's crazy, but you don't remember having an extra toe, do
3: you?
1: No, no, my mom told me I seen pictures.
3: Yeah. It's actually kind of cute. It's kind of cute. Where was it? On his foot. But like on the top or like where the toes are?
1: No, no. It was on my pink is on my left pinky. Let's just move on.
3: Let's just move on. Let's not discuss it anymore. <laughs>
1: Our first expert is
2: Tammy Page. Please, Tammy, introduce yourself to Declan. Hi, Declan. I'm Tammy Page. Hi.
0: I am a gymnastics coach. I teach children from the ages 3 to 21.
2: Okay, thank you. And now we'll meet our second expert, Alex Witkoff. Alex, please introduce yourself to Declan.
4: Hi, Declan. I'm Alex Witkoff. I'm a gymnastics instructor. I run a a small school in West Orange, and I uh, am a former competitive gymnast.
2: If you love the Big Fib, then check out Story Pillar, a podcast for kids and their grown-ups. Join Sneak, Bean, Sparky, and Meg as they tackle sticky social situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up great advice from listeners like you. They also save plenty of time for laughing and being silly. So if you've got feelings, love stories, and are open for a fart joke or a 10, Story Pillar is definitely worth a listen. Check it out at www.storypillar.com or
5: wherever you love listening to podcasts. The Big Fib is brought to you by Pretty Litter Cat Litter. When my cat Arlo is healthy, he's happy. And that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when he is unwell. Helping me keep tabs on my cat's health is just one of the reasons I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell! Like, not to brag, but when people come over, they might not know that I have a cat unless Arlo, who's huge, is in the room. Because the cat smell is not there. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can, which is really great because I'm lazy. And here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cat, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats are like really sneaky and you often don't know how they're feeling and the worst part of that is sometimes you don't know when they're sick. So knowing when my cat is sick based on the litter changing color is a game changer. And Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small lightweight bag. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com/bigfib and use code bigfib to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
3: Hot seat, hot seat, seat. like
2: <laughs> What are those rhythmic beats, Lisa?
3: Oh, it's hot seat time. <laughs>
2: yes, that is correct. That's when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Declan's questions. Lisa, whom should we put on the hot seat first?
3: I would say Alex Whitcoff, because his first and last name have two syllables just like me.
2: What's your last name?
3: <laughs> He's cool. I see. My full name is Lisa. He's cool. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> yeah.
3: All right. Surprised you didn't know that. I
2: okay. didn't know. Declan, what is your first question for Alex?
1: How did you become an expert in what you do? Hmm. What kind of training and studying did you have to do?
4: Well, I, I mean, I started with uh, pommel horse. <laughs> it was kind of my favorite discipline. And then after injury in 99, I just kind of started to open my kind of view for for other uh, gymnastic sports. And i had always kind of been very outgoing and I, I love working with kids. And, and as I said, the, the kind of um, competitive nature of gymnastics and pushing yourself mentally and pushing other people, it was really great to see what empowers uh, kids to kind of have a sense of self-discipline. So um, just being outgoing and, and kind of having a, a well-rounded knowledge and and uh, basic life experience of being you know on the road competing and and uh, being around a bunch of other gymnasts uh, just developing uh, routines and developing a kind of a, a teaching practice so that I could give kids a start and it's really great to see kids kind of blossom and uh, go from going oh I fell down I didn't I didn't I didn't do it right or I didn't make it I've, I feel like a lot of kids these days are the ones that come through my classes they are so eager to get everything right the first time that it's it's really great to show them that there is the ability to fail and then to get back up and try again.
1: Okay. Tammy. Yes? Do you believe gymnastics is a dangerous sport and why? Well. Wait. wait. First, please don't make it as long as Alex's. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Declan. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> but it was very good, but that was super long. I'm yeah. so sorry Declan. I felt <laughs> no, very no, I felt no. very strongly at my fault. No,
3: it's fine. It's fine.
1: It's fine.
3: Declan does not have time for this. <laughs>
1: oh, my gosh. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. It's Take a- it as long as you want. <laughs> okay,
0: good. I've seen girls walk out of the gym and break an ankle. And after they've already done like no hand flips on the balance beam, and I mean, anything can happen. Learning a back handspring, um, I'm sure Declan Plowry is familiar. He's, he, he has gymnastics, but a back handspring is something that looks really simple, but if you don't learn the basic steps, it's not smart to skip those steps to learn a back handspring. So if you go to a school that's going to skip those steps, then yes, it becomes a very dangerous sport.
3: Oh, boy, Declan's it, not going to be happy
0: with that one. I tried.
1: No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. okay. <laughs> Both of you, what is the most famous gymnastics trick?
0: Triple layout, full in, back
1: out. Whoa. Um, okay. <laughs> what do you think, Alex?
4: <laughs> I would say a back in, back out.
1: What's that?
4: Double salto
3: with a twist. I would say half cappuccino, double
1: macchiato. <laughs> 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 <Aha>. <laughs> Go ahead. Do you know the Corbett flip? Who are you asking? Um, everybody.
0: Corbett. Olga Corbett. She was a gymnast from uh, like 1972,
1: 1977. Yeah, that flip was banned because it was super hard. It's the hardest trick on bars.
0: Uh, Not anymore.
1: (laughs) Wait, what's the hardest trick now?
0: Offhand, I know there's a couple that Simone Biles, she's got like six different tricks named for her.
3: Wow. Yeah. You mean like the Simone and the Simone <laughs> and the Ooh, Biles. That's another one.
2: Those are the names.
1: Alex. Yes. Who is your role model to you in your field? Explain why. Sammy, Sammy. <laughs> it's not <Matt> you, <and> Lisa. <laughs> no, it's not you, Lisa.
3: You don't know. He hasn't answered.
4: <laughs> I. I, I would have to say Blaine Wilson. He and I uh, were very competitive. I did not make the 96 team uh, for Atlanta, and I, I just barely uh, made the alternates. And um, he and I just, we were constantly in competition, and I love him, and he did, he did a tremendous job. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, we, we always just kind of pushed each other. I didn't have a lot of uh, role models growing up for gymnastics. Uh, my father was a carpenter, so it, it was kind of assumed that that's what I was going to do. Um, so I had to kind of stake out on my own and, you know, just kind of watching and 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 being around people uh, when I was allowed to go and, and was allowed to perform. Um, just the people around me, I felt like we pushed each other so much.
1: All right. Tammy, what is the most interesting part of your job?
0: Oh, well, I think that the most interesting part of my job is that I get to uh, coach girls from all ages, watching kids take something very basic, such as a handstand, and turn it into something amazing as a layout with a full twist. That's what I find super interesting.
2: What if they have an extra toe? Do they do better? <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine it would depend on
0: the
1: size of that toe. <laughs> okay, Tammy. Yes. Why do gymnastics use chalk?
3: I want to know that.
0: Chalk is used to absorb the moisture in in the gymnast's hands when they're swinging on the bars. And it helps them, allows them to hold onto the bars a little bit better.
3: I think they should use sugar because it would still look like (laughs) white powder. But then you could also lick your hands.
0: Well, you know, they did use something. They do put sugar water. You see them spraying the water on the grips. Well, that makes the grips a little bit stickier. And tastier.
2: <laughs> it's time for the Shorts on Fire round, when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. All right, Declan, you can ask Tammy your Shorts on Fire
1: questions now. What apparatus are you on if you are doing a move called a flyaway?
2: That's
0: the uneven bars.
1: Who is your favorite gymnast of all time?
0: Ooh, uh, Nadia Comaneci.
1: What is the most difficult move on the balance beam?
0: Eating a hamburger, <laughs> full one and a half twist.
1: Where did gymnastics begin in order to develop muscles for hand-to-hand combat?
0: Uh, ancient Greece.
1: How long is a floor routine?
0: Uh, it's usually a minute thirty seconds.
1: What do you do before your routine to show the judges that you are ready?
0: you have to present.
1: And
3: time.
0: Time is
3: up.
2: Whew. Okay. Well done, Declan. Very good. Okay. We are going to reset the timer, aren't we, Lisa?
3: Uh, yeah, Mm. just... Mm. Yeah, okay, it's done.
2: Thank you so much. All right, Declan, you are going to start with your Shorts on Fire questions for Alex.
1: Now. Which gymnast has won the most world championship medals?
4: Simone Biles.
1: What... country had the most Olympic gold medals? Uh, Russia. Strength or flexibility?
4: I would say flexibility. I feel like you can always build strength, and as you get older, the flexibility goes.
1: What year did women gymnasts first compete in the Olympics?
4: In 1954? I, I, I actually I passed. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I think I might be wrong.
1: Which apparatus would you be on if you were performing a kip? A beam. How long is the runway for the vault?
4: That's a trick question because they, uh, they actually group people according to height, and they multiply your height by five times. That's how they set up the vault before the competitions.
3: Time is up. <laughs> Very
2: good. Well done, Team Gymnastics. It's decision time. Now, our contestant, Declan, must decide which facts landed and which did not. Declan, who is our liar, liar, pants on fire?
1: Alex. Why
2: do you think Alex is our liar?
1: He just was stuttering Mm -hmm. and he was hesitating to give the facts.
2: Okay, let's go with it. Will our actual gymnastics expert please tell us who you are? Hi, it's me, Tammy Page. (laughs) That is correct. Tammy Page has been a gymnastics coach for more than twenty-five years. Currently, an assistant coach for Go for the Gold Gymnastics of Whippany, New Jersey, and she coaches the USAIGC gymnasts who are state, regional and world first place teams. Whoa. Wow, that's fantastic. Okay, let's do some fact checking here. Tammy, mm-hmm. what did Alex tell us that was out of bounds?
0: Uh, that you do a kip on the balance beam. Oh, that's not right. <laughs> no, it's bars. Oh, it's bars.
2: Whoops. Okay, what else?
0: Uh, that they're about the vault runway that you have to measure the length of the child, the height of the child times 5 and <laughs>
2: Oh, standard, that sounded good, though.
0: Standard competition vault runway is usually 75 to 80 feet.
2: Okay. Were there other things?
0: Oh, yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he was good,
0: though. He was, he was really good. He
2: was good. All right, well, let's take it to Alex. Alex, what facts did you share that would cost you deductions?
4: I uh, I had never competed for the 96 oh. uh, Olympic team to try and get on to the alternate squad. Um... What else did I? uh, Do you like children? (laughs) I do like children. I do like children. I don't own. I don't own and operate a a a gymnasium where I I train. No, at all. Or and I no. And I've never done gymnastics. I think I can do a a, a round-off off.
2: Well, that's pretty good.
4: But that's about, in a cartwheel, but that's about it.
2: All right, well, we did cover in Short's round that women gymnasts first competed in the Olympics in 1928.
0: 1928, yeah. Yes, okay, very good. Uh, I said good. 54. You
2: said 54. No, much sooner than that, but not soon enough, clearly. Truth. They They started
0: sooner, but they weren't allowed to compete at first.
2: Okay, it's time to make our dismount. Thank you to our contestant, Declan, who scored a perfect 10. And thank you to our expert and liar, Tammy and Alex, and to Lisa, who floored us with his sounds today. And also many thanks to our listeners tuning into The Big Fib, where we bend over backwards to set a high bar
3: for facts. The Big Fib is a production of Gen Z Media. Check us out online at bestrobotover.com to hear more great shows. Find out how you can participate and leave questions for me to answer on Ask Lisa. Now, Zach Efron and I are going to go get cappuccinos.
5: Hey, it's Jess. Did you know that GZM Shows has a YouTube channel? Right now, all of Six Minutes, Becoming Mother Nature, GZM Beats, and Cupid and the Reaper are up. And they're in these, like, beautiful playlists. They have this fun audio waveform visual. And best of all, you can turn on captions. And the captions have character names. Anyway, subscribe to GZM Shows on YouTube. Maybe there'll be some cool things in the future, like live streams, interviews, behind the scenes. We'll see. GZM Shows on YouTube. Talking about money can be so hard, especially when the person you're talking to is still learning how to do long division. That's why Million Bazillion, a Webby-winning podcast from Marketplace, is here to help. I'm Bridget, and with my fellow co-host Ryan, We help teach your little ones about complex topics like bankruptcy, climate change, and why there's so much gold at Fort Knox, and so much more. Listen to Million Bazillion wherever you get your podcasts.